I start the record then. Okay. Harg. Harg me mateys. I don't know why I said harg me mateys, but I said harg me mateys. It's your pirate. Pirate background. It's true. I'm quite the pirate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, I hope you're doing well. I am. I am doing well. Excellent. I realized last week we talked about your birthday a bit, but we talked about your birthday in an unusual way because you were doing your looking for new child care solutions <laughs> tour. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. So I never even asked, like, what what, what did you get for your birthday? Because that's exciting stuff, right? I got absolutely nothing what how what yes. is your birthday how did you no, get nothing so i typically don't ever ask for anything from tiff oh, okay or from you mike i mean i didn't get any gifts from you either i'm just gonna put i'm just gonna put that out into the world a little bit i put here. cookies out on your porch and you didn't get oh. them and they were in the rain and now they're gone so <laughs> yeah. oh oh okay okay <laughs> that's that's how we did it but no no in fairness to tiff we also agreed on no father's day gifts but she did buy me the airpods so we uh, kind of agreed that it would be a dual birthday gift slash father's day gift thing so, uh, that, so that was sense. it that so the only sense. the only birthday gift i was given was from my parents and that was the gift of a childless weekend which we will be taking advantage of uh, at some point in the future. No, oh, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. yeah. But your your birthday is coming up soon, Mike. Yeah, yeah, it is coming up, and it's funny because uh, you were just sort of present. Laura was here in the room buying me my birthday present because once again, surprise is not a factor in that's, my marriage. That's right. Yeah, there's no surprises <laughs> in the Laidman household. That's for sure. No, no. My birthday is on uh, Sunday. What's funny because what what ended up happening was because Laura was like, well, what do you want? And it was one of these weird things where it was like, I don't know, you know, because I mean, I just had Father's Day and I had trouble figuring out what I wanted for Father's Day. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not even a month later and I still don't know what I, what I want. So Laura's like, well, you know, think of something, think of something. And I sit there and thinking today and I'm like, should I just get something useful for the house? Like. We got a lot of rain over the weekend, and my dad lent us his shop vac, and we had a flood, not a flood, but we had like a leak in the back room. Yeah. So I vacuumed that up, and I was like, but it's one, one day I'm going to have to give my dad a shop vac back. Am I going to ask for a shop vac for my birthday present? <laughs> that was my Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, we're in the era of like, do I ask for something quote unquote useful versus something fun that I would want kind of a thing. Yeah. Like I, re I remember my dad is always like, what do you want for Christmas? Ah, fire extinguisher, you know, like stuff like that. Right. Yes. Exactly. He wants, yeah. He wants useful things, not things that things that he wants. It's quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, damn, I'm, I don't want a shop vac for my birthday. And Laura's like, you have until Friday or you get a shop vac for your birthday. Come <laughs> up with something better. And actually I did. Because I was out for a walk with William and we were walking along and my, my, I was listening to my podcast and I was just kind of sitting there and I'm like, God, what time is it? I have no idea what time it is, but it's going to be a pain because I got to like pull over the, the thing to, to get my, my phone out of my pocket. And then it just sort of hit me. Shit. I'll get a watch. Ooh. And 
I mean, I, you, I had this nice watch that you guys gave me and I wore it for a really long time. It's not, it's not that it's broken. It's just like I got so thin that it doesn't really work anymore. Oh, like the, here we go again. Look at how in shape I am now. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because the watch that you guys gave me, the band that it had is one of those ones where you take the links out, right? Yes, that's right. And I'm at a point with my 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 weight loss journey where the the link is either too tight or too loose right okay so i I, i've just stopped wearing the watch in general so it just sort of hit me like a long time ago we had a lengthy discussion on this show about smartwatches i mean you yourself have a a very fancy apple smartwatch that's right which i'm going to mute right now actually thank you yeah so it doesn't go off a billion times (laughs) during the podcast well so i'm sitting there and i'm like oh but i don't want to ask for a smartwatch because smartwatches are rather expensive and Actually, I I went on just for the just for the hell of it. Like I was like thinking about Fitbits because Fitbits can get kind of cheap. Like I remember getting the one that was like the size of a lima bean mm-hmm. like a couple years ago, and that was like well, actually that was like ten years ago almost, and that was like I think it was ninety bucks or something like that. So it's like maybe you know technology's changed. Maybe there's like a really small one that's that's fairly cheap. And they actually, they're like all on sale right now. Like they must be about to announce like an entire new lineup or something, right? Because Every model of the of the Fitbit is on sale at every level, and the Versa Light is actually fairly affordable for the for the price that 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 it is. So it's kind of like this is like seventy dollars off. This is off of two hundred dollars. This actually wouldn't be that bad to ask for. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it and I looked at all the features it has, and apparently the main difference between the the regular Versa Two. And the light Versa is that the the options that I'd be missing by getting the full Versa is that it has contactless payment thing. So I could like just touch my watch to like registers and buy, buy things. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But that do I really need that? Yes, you do, Mike. No, in I this, don't. In this COVID world, Mike, it'd be pretty useful. Maybe, but I don't need that still. <laughs> and then the other option that is you can use it as an MP3 player. Like you can just wear headphones and sync to the just the watch and like leave your phone at home and off you go kind of a thing. So that's that's the difference. This is like the only difference. Everything else is the same. So it's like, oh, well, why wouldn't I not get this kind of a thing? Like I'm not going to – if I'm going to listen to music, I'm listening to it off my phone all kind of a thing. Like I'm not going to – cram a whole bunch of crap onto it so i i asked for it and laura kind of gave me the is that what you really want kind of the thing because she's like i don't want to buy you a smartwatch just because you're like eh, it's something you know <laughs> like, right right i didn't want to shop vex so i just thought of something <laughs> you know yeah, threw a dart at the internet yeah yeah so i i just kind of thought about it and i'm like you know what the more i think about it the more handy this would be i mean and, and i was thinking about some of the stuff that you were saying where like now that you you have the watch and you get the notifications on the watch you're you're less likely to look at your phone when you're with your son and and i'm like that's not a bad thing because especially right now what we're doing with william is we're trying to get him to talk more and we're trying to you know stop paying so much attention to our phones you know we're doing our best to to not you know use the phone all the time and what better way than to just eliminate the need for it with with the watch you know no it makes a lot of sense to me that's i I love my watch mike i can't say enough good things about it so i would say go for it 
Yeah, and and the the Fitbit version actually makes a lot more sense for me because I'm an Android user, and it's it's very different from if you were to buy the Fitbit because there's a lot of things that you can't do on the Fitbit because of the closed ecosystem of Apple. But I can get apps on the on the Versa, which are like like regular apps. Like I could put an Uber on there if I really wanted to, and like track where you know where my Uber is or check my messages on it, and and there's a bunch of other crap on there that I that I saw, and I'm like. I don't know if I'm going to use that, but the fact that that is an option is as intriguing. Like their app store has over like a hundred apps on it. So, you know, there's going right. to be some interesting stuff in there. Well, and use. plus, I mean, you know, the Fitbit is, was originally created for like fitness tracking and stuff. And now that you're the new Mike and you walk everywhere and you're into that sort of thing, you know, it'd be, it'd be good to set goals for yourself using the Fitbit and, you know, keep on going down that path. Yeah. It's really weird, man. Like three years ago, my wife would be like, let's go walk down Bayfront Park. And I'd be like, go f*** yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go anywhere near walking for any length of time. And now I go for walks by myself. Like, well, not by myself, usually William's with me, yeah. but he, like I take the stroller and he and I go off for like two and a half hours and come back and stuff. And, it's weird. That's not the person I saw myself being, you know, yeah. it's, I, I, I remember always being like, oh, I could be doing anything else when we went on a walk. And now it's like, oh no, let's go for a walk. Yeah. It's kind of peaceful, right? Like I always liked going for walks by myself just to calm down from the day or, you know, de-stress or whatever, just, you know, pop on a podcast or throw some music on or whatever and, and go for, you know, five kilometers or 10 kilometers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's funny because Laura and I have been talking about it. We've been like, man, isn't it so weird that we became like walk people? Like, <laughs> we never thought that that would happen. And I'm like, you do realize, though, the second that kid wants out of this stroller and to walk on a regular basis, that will be the end of our two and a half hour, you know, yes, five, yes, like that's 10K right. walks. Like, we'll be doing two and a half hour, like 2K walks. <laughs> you know? it, it, it is amazing how much those kids dictate it. I know Ben and I, at the start of the quarantine, we would go for a little walk around the school every morning. And now it's a walk to grandma and grandpa's house because I can't get him to go anywhere else. And, or he just, you know, want, only wants to stay in the driveway and that kind of thing. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully you have William better trained than we had. Yeah. Ben. Well, we had a taste of, of Ben's walking speed this weekend. Cause you and I actually had our first get together since COVID started. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about eh? like what, four months or something. Yeah, crazy. You were the first person that is not directly related to me that I've seen and had a conversation with. You know, like it's, it's so that that's weird in in literally months. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it is crazy. It, it, it's weird seeing your friends in person now, which is so strange. Yeah, I know. Like I see you every week when we do this podcast record because we do the video chat. But like seeing you in person was like wow. <laughs> you know, like he's so fat now. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike is the opposite. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But yeah, it, it was just like it was it was great. Like there was, there was one point where it was just you and me talking, just sitting there, and I'm like, oh my God. I didn't realize I'd missed this that much, just yeah. sitting and talking. And like we were just bullshitting about work being wacky and stuff. And you know. But yeah, it was, it was nice and we got to just spend some time with with our, each other and our kids and our wives all hung out and now I'm not so jealous of that time that Laura ran into you guys because I got to be there this time. Yeah, there you go, Mike. There you go. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I wasn't sure what else to say there. Yeah. But yes, it was fun. It was good. We'll have to make it more of a regular thing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you guys came down and there's a 
because we live by like one of the big parks in the city. So you guys just kind of came down to the park and we just spent the day, well, the morning at the park. We had snack time and we ran around uh, the, 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 the loop that everybody does. And yeah. we went to the splash pad and played with the ball at the splash pad. And your son tried to steal my son's ball and almost, almost successfully threw it in the lake too. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was some dad reflex catching on your part. I will say. Yeah. Well, you know, you kind of see it coming. So it's like, Oh crap, this is going to be bad. I better get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. But yeah. So how, how is your Ben experience, Mike, the Ben walk experience? Was it everything that you imagined it would be? It was slow, which I expected yeah. it would be slow. Yeah. Which was entertaining because every so often we try to be like, well, William, you do it too. And he'd be like, no, I just refuse. <laughs> I'm just going to sit in the seat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, carry me or put me in here. Yeah. It's all I want, you know? So, but yeah, no, it was about what I expected with the, the, the pace of things, you know, like it take, taking it like three to four times longer to do a lap of the park. Yeah, exactly. And you got to stop and look at everything like, oh, there's a goose. Oh, there's 500 other geese, which we'll have to stop and look at one at a time. Right. Yeah. This year there's been so like, cause obviously the, the, the COVID patrol wasn't out during goose mating season. So there's way more <laughs> geese at yes. the park than there ever has been. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was good. I was happy we got to see you guys, and um, I don't know if what else has been going on in the world with uh, with with Ben and your life over there. Well, my uh, my basement is almost entirely renovated now, Mike. We just have to buy a couple more things, but the the walls are all painted, the floors are all in. I got the trim about half done now, so it's looking pretty nice. I'm I'm very happy with how it turned out. Nice. Yeah, and then what is very cute is that. Ben likes to help me do all the basement work now. So we were putting in laminate flooring and we had like rubber mallets and stuff. So, you know, you'd kind of tap it all into place and then he'd grab the mallet and tap exactly the same spots that you did when you're done. And he was doing one funny thing as we were putting up the trim. So I borrowed my dad's nail gun with like a compressor and stuff. So I don't know. Are you familiar with nail guns at all, Mike? They make a nice like hiss noise, like a every time you shoot it. Yeah. So anyway... You know, I was doing it. Ben was watching. And then obviously I took the nail gun off the hose because don't need any nails going in Ben's course, feet or course. hands or anything like that. And then like the next morning we went down there and Ben goes and grabs the hose and goes to like the, the trim boards and starts going like making the, the sound effect and everything. And it's just proof that they literally watch everything that you do. And they're literally absorbing everything that they see and you know, you got to be careful, man. You really do. Because I, I've given them some bad habits already. And I got I to gotta stop doing that stuff. Like what? I want to know. I want to know what terrible things you've taught your son. I, well, this was, it was, it was nothing, right? Like, so I had a piece of garbage. And the garbage can was, you know, other side of the room. So I could have, Mike, just walked over there and put it in the garbage can. But instead, I Kobe'd it. You know, successfully drained it, I'll say. But all of a sudden, <laughs> throwing the garbage across the room, that's a fun, awesome game to do. And of obviously, course. dad has approved it. And it's like, oh, crap. No, we can't do this anymore. You know, so I got to I gotta be careful. Got to set that right example, right? Yep. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. And then he's uh, starting to outsmart us a little bit. So we did buy a new little, like, electric fireplace for the basement. So it's just like a heater with, like, that pretend fire thing you know the screen or whatever yeah 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 but obviously where the the heat comes out can get a little bit hot so we teach ben like hey you can't touch that you know no touch the fireplace don't touch it with your hands that kind of stuff so then what he does mike is instead he puts his hand in his shirt and then touches it 
with the hand in the shirt. So the hand's not touching, Mike. It's the shirt that's touching. Of and course. then, well, that's the way. So we cut that out. So then he takes like his Thomas the train engine toy, and then Thomas touches the fireplace. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like, Jesus, man, like you gotta, you gotta relax. And then he, uh, he sassed his mommy the other day. Oh, Mike, too. really? Oh, yes. So I, I, I apologize to Tiff because I forget exactly what she was doing, but she said, you know, he was touching something he wasn't supposed to. And she said, like, Mommy says no touch. You know, mommy says no touch. And Ben then immediately cracks back with no mommy. Yes, touch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh oh, this is a this is a bad sign for when he's a teenager. But uh, it's a showdown. Yeah. Let me tell you, man, those terrible twos, they they seem to be very real. Let me yeah, tell they you. are on their way. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny, like a perfect example of just, you know, babies being babies and, and like, what the hell is going on here? So William has become obsessed with the backpack. I don't know where this came from, but like the, like the leash have, backpack. Yeah, the leash backpack. Like he just wants to put it on inside the house. Oh, okay. And like today we were playing with it and he was like backpack. Like he's like, he didn't say backpack because I would have been a lot more happy if he had said backpack. But he's reaching for the backpack. So I'm like, oh, you want your backpack? So I get the backpack down for him. And he, he like tries to put it on. So he's clearly wants the backpack. And then we put the backpack on and he's like grabbing at the little latch that goes at the front of the black backpack. Right. And so he, he starts trying to, he's got the latch and I'm like, oh, I'll get the latch for you. I click the latch in tears. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, did you not want the backpack on? So I unlatch it and I take the backpack off more tears. Okay. Put the backpack back on, latch it back up tears again. Like, like it's, it's the latch. He he wants the latch. And I'm like, you're not anywhere near strong enough to get this stupid latch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I'm, he's trying to do it. He can't do it. He can't do it at all. And I'm like, well, do I let him attempt it? Because he's just going to, like, get upset when he fails. Yeah. Or do I, like, because I, I was just like, here, look. Like, I put his hands on it. And I'm like, this is how you do it. And I, like, slowly latched it up. And then the second he latched it up, he was like, ah, I don't want like, like, just like, <laughs> like just, Yeah, they're, they're so dumb. I, I didn't, you know, inevitably, then he'll let him latch it. And he'll pinch his thumb in it. Or he'll pinch his, like, chest in it. And that'll cause drama. I was, I was on the computer the other day. And... Tiff was downstairs with Ben and all of a sudden Ben just starts like panic crying. Like, you know, the difference between, you know, I'm just, I'm miserable versus like, I'm in pain. You know, something is seriously wrong. He starts doing the the ladder and I go running down there and he's crying and panicking, like scratching at his arm because Tiff put a temporary tattoo on his arm. <laughs> and he's just like, ouchie, ouchie, to try to like scratch it up because like, I think he thinks he like cut himself or something oh, like my God. that. But yeah, he just, he freaked out. Like Tiff literally had to scrub this temporary tattoo off his arm in order to get him to calm down. But what was it a temporary tattoo of? Uh, it was just like a rocket ship or something. Like it was nothing. Oh my God. Like it wasn't like a skull or anything like scary. Or like it was yeah, just yeah. a, you know, a thing from the dollar store that she thought he would enjoy because he likes stickers a lot, right? So. Well, that, yeah, I mean, that's like what before with the bubbles. Like, I don't know if you remember that story a while back is we got because William loves bubbles. Like we blow bubbles out of the bubble thing. We got a bubble gun, you know, like like you, you pull the trigger and it shoots bubbles out and it makes a noise. And he loves that. And he gets upset because we won't let him have that because he just puts the nozzle in his mouth. And we're right, like, yeah. no, buddy, that was that was in the bubbles. You can't put that in your <laughs> mouth. And, 
but uh, he gets upset about that. But we like, he loves bubbles so much. Let's give him a bubble bath. And he is afraid of the bubble bath. Like, yeah. he cried so much when we tried to put him in the bubble. We haven't attempted again since those, those two attempts where he was so upset. <laughs> but it was like, you love bubbles. Why do you hate these bubbles? They're yeah. just bubbles. It is, it is mystifying. Absolutely mystifying. But it makes for a good podcast, though. It does. It does. Yeah. And you know what else? I, I, I've been talking about things on the podcast over the last few weeks, so I figured I might as well I might as well talk about it because I beat The Last of Us over the weekend. Ooh, and review, Mike? Th- this is the thing. Like, It's hard. It's really hard. Uh, for, um, before I say anything, I'll just tell you this. I really liked it. Okay. But to, to talk about it without talking about the story is very hard. Okay, okay. So let's let's step you through it a little bit here, Mike. Yeah. Better or worse than the first one? I no this, I, no, no 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 Mike answer. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm still mulling it over. Okay. Because it's stuck with me quite a bit. Like it, I'm thinking about it a lot. Okay. You know, it's not like it would just end it and I'm like, huh. What's on TV? You yeah, know? Like, the superhero one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like, oh, now. Like, like the ending, I feel like the ending is as divisive as the original ending was. Okay. So, okay. So, let's let's frame, reframe this, the question then. Is the story overall better, the same, or worse than the first one? I realize it's a different story. It's, it's hard because it's very it's just like, hard. It's it, the way the story is told and to say how the story is told is a massive spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. But, yeah. but like the way that they tell the story, I loved it. Like I was actually talking with a friend of mine who also beat it and, and we were both like, okay, I've heard that there are a lot of people that don't like it. Like there's a lot of really negative reviews about it mm-hmm. and, and I can see what their points are without going into spoilers. I, I understand why they didn't like it. But the reason I like it so much is just like, how did you not appreciate this kind of a thing? Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, it's kind of artistic, right? It's an artistic choice. Yeah, It's a very interesting choice for what they did for the story. Mm-hmm. And, and also, actually, I talked about it on the podcast last week that I got spoiled on, on the ending. So I was like... Uh, you know, I'm just kind of going through the motions kind of a thing. I actually almost just looked it up just to get it over with, just to be like, you know, like now I can, now that I don't have to worry about it anymore, that I could just finish the game and be happy kind of a thing. The spoiler I saw was not correct. Oh, that's good. So I, I didn't get spoiled on it. So I actually was, I was waiting for something to happen the entire time. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, like when the credits hit, I was like, what? What? Because <laughs> like, I was still waiting for that thing to happen. I, I was really happy to see that that I didn't get spoiled. And I think actually that the fact that what I thought was going to happen and I was in that mindset of that was going to happen, it really changed the story for me as well. Like I was like, I'm expecting this to happen. And then that didn't happen. And, and I was like, oh, well, that makes this wait, is this worse? Like, like, you know, like, like you know, <laughs> yes, yeah, like, I understand. like it made me think, you know, something different about it kind of a thing. Like th- the changing the mindset I had of going into the ending was like, oh, this is, this is it completely reframes it in a different way. Yeah. It's so, like, why did you sell your PlayStation four, Chris? Like, I want to <laughs> talk to you about this. It was so good. I we'll, really we'll liked talk it. talk about it afterwards, Mike. It's all right. All right. Well, okay. All right. So 
Is it an instant classic? Is it is it going to be on people's top five PlayStation games of all time kind of thing, or, or at least PS4? I think of PS4, definitely. Because if one thing and you can definitely say about it without that doesn't matter about spoilers is it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm hmm. Like I've seen some photos that people have taken in the photo mode that you would assume that someone just took outside, you know, like they, they just went outside and took a picture of like a dilapidated car at somebody's farmhouse, you know, like something like that. Like it just looks that good. So it, I think it will be noteworthy for a lot of people just because of how gorgeous it is and how technically sound it is and the mechanics of it. it but I feel like the story is what's going to hold it back for a lot of people because of how divisive it is. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's one of those things as those people who hated it the first time, maybe they warm to it down the road, but it's hard to say. Like I'm almost, I'm picturing like a star Wars episode eight sort of situation, right? Where you either loved it or you hated it. And then as time goes on, it's like, well, you know what? Actually it was, it was pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I'm actually, I, I would like to replay it. And I think, I, I think I would like to replay it in the sense, because it's like, how different will this be? going into it not expecting that spoiler to happen you know like because right. now i know what what actually happens so i feel like that i'll benefit from that but i also feel like based on how depressing the game is i don't want to go through it again so soon <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I totally understand it that was that's what stopped me from playing the first one immediately after i actually literally waited until the remastered version came out before i played it a second time I actually attempted to replay the second one. I've only ever played it through once. Yeah. Fully. And I tried to play it again in right before William was born. Actually, I tried to replay it and I only got as far as Billstown, which if, if you people who play it, that's actually relatively early in the game. Yes, still. Yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't make it very far through when I, when I attempted my replay a few years yeah. later, I, I did want to replay it before the second one came out, but, just didn't happen. <laughs> but I did also, funnily enough, I finished my shark game too. Oh, good. And which game is better between the two? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the shark game. No, no. The Last of Us is, is yeah. much better. The shark game is funny. I, I was actually very close to the end. I finished it the next day. Oh, damn. Okay. I, I think I, when I looked at the story, because there's like an in-game story counter, because if you do all the story missions, there's like a little counter that ticks the percentage of story done. Right. And I think when I popped in after Last of Us was done, I was like 82%. So, like, I, I just plowed through the story because the missions are actually very short. Right. But, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I beat that, too. I platinumed. I platinumed the shark game. <laughs> well, well, good for you, Mike. <laughs> and it's so funny, too, because, like, I told you, I told you about how, how I was like, I'm not worried about the spoiling of the shark game. Yeah. The, the shark game, I was telling a friend because he's like, yeah, I haven't played it yet. And and I said, he, I told him about how I beat both games over the weekend as well. And he's like, look at you, Mr. Show Off. And I'm like, well, I was so close to finishing it before. Like when Last of Us showed up, I played Last of Us because I wasn't, I, I wanted to beat it without it getting spoiled. Meanwhile, I was not concerned in the slightest for the spoilers for the shark game. I feel like you could watch the opening cutscene for the shark game and then go, this is how it's going to end. And you'd be right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like a particularly deep story. Or anything when, like when, when the credits rolled, I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I enjoyed the game, but like, it ended so anticlimactically. Yeah, that's, that's when you go back to the menu, delete. All right, never play that one again. I finished it, and yeah. then I, I did the few things that I needed to clean up for the Platinum. And then it was done. And I'm like, 
there's like literally nothing I can do in this game anymore. Like, it's not like, cause there's a lot of RPGs where even if you get like the platinum and stuff, you, you didn't have to do every mission mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Like Assassin's Creed, I platinum that game and I put like 150 hours into it. I could still go in there and there's still missions that I haven't done. Like I could still continue to play that game forever. Right. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like GTA either, where even once you've beaten the game, you can just, you know, go in there and, and mess around and just have a good time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man Eater, the shark game. If I go back in that game, the only thing there is for me to do is swim around and eat things. That's it. <laughs> like, there's no more missions. No new missions will spawn. Nothing. Right, right. Just. So, so, so what you're saying is it's not a top five PlayStation 4 game of all time. No, it is an enjoyable. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it for what it was. If I were to give anyone advice who was like, I'm interested in the shark game, my response would be, is it on sale? Because, (laughs) yes, I mean, I bought it when it was on sale. Like I knew I knew going into it that it was like, this is going to be a silly game that's going to be fun, but it's not going to blow anybody's socks off. So I was I waited till it was on sale, grabbed it and had a good time. So, well, I was playing a new game the other day, Mike. I actually, I actually got accepted into a closed beta test for a new game, which is very exciting for me because I never get into these beta tests at all. Look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants. I know. And as it turns out, didn't really like the game. Oh, really? What? No. Well, well, first of all, what was the game? So it was um, Ubisoft's dive into a, their battle royale world. It's called Hyperscape. And as you know, Mike, as this this world we live in right now needs another battle royale game, you know, because we already got Apex and Warzone and Fortnite and all the other, you know, BRs that exist out there now. And the rumor is that the new Halo game is going to have a BR. In it yeah, too. I mean, I had nothing against BR games. I love Apex Legends. I still play it to this day, but... You have one. You yeah, don't need a new I don't one. need another one. This game kind of promised to be a little different than other ones. And there's certainly mechanics and stuff in it that I that I enjoy. I mean, you know, one of the I'll call it a problem with Battle Royale games is that once you die, you're done. Right. That's kind of it. And, you know, Apex kind of solved that problem by allowing like, you know, limited respawns of teammates if you get to certain areas and, you know, Call of Duty Warzone lets you buy back your teammates. Kind of the same idea. This one, your teammates actually play more of an active role. They they exist as goats or not goats as ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> goats would be kind of fun though. But no, they exist as ghosts and they can be like a spotter and stuff for you. And then they can respawn. So as soon as you eliminate an opponent, they go on basically the opponent's body and then can be respawned from there. So if oh. you're you know if you're remaining teammate has a bit of a run he can get you back immediately right you don't have to go to a particular point or anything like that but that's kind of where the fun sort of ends i i found the game like the weapons were like like pea shooters right it just took a lot of damage to do anything and it was kind of boring for that one of the things it promised was extreme mobility which it definitely delivered on but then it, everything kind of turns into this weird like cat and mouse chase which Sounds like it should be fun, but it wasn't fun at all, right? Like, I, I don't know. I, overall, I won't get too deep into it because I know you haven't played it, but it was very, very bland. And from what we're seeing on Twitch is the gaming world does not seem to be that interested. So it blew up the first day, obviously, because they got all their streamer sponsors and that kind of stuff. And now it's like 20th place on Twitch's most viewed games and that kind of stuff. So it's almost like it's it's dead on arrival, right? Which is too bad, but I don't know. Maybe you would enjoy it, Mike, but I, I don't think I'll be playing it going forward. 
I feel like a lot of the wind got taken out of its sails because it leaked. Did it leak? Yeah, it leaked. It's so funny because you Ubisoft did this. They did their digital event over the weekend. Right. Because with no E3 this year, everyone's been doing digital events. Mm-hmm. And they had two games announced and both of them leaked. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it was pretty funny. Like, because they talked about Watch Dogs, which they've talked about previously. And they talked about Assassin's Creed, which they've talked about previously. And there was this mobile game, this Tom Clancy mobile game, which I remember they mentioned before. And I know people are really pissed because they're like, when are we getting a new Splinter Cell game? And people are like, oh, but but the splinter cell dude is in this game and they're like, it's a shitty mobile game. Where's my new splinter cell game? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that game was there. And then they announced the game that you're talking about, which do you even say what it's called? Hyperscape. I I said it. I said it. Yeah. Okay. Hyperscape was a game and that leaked out. And then the other game was Far Cry 6, which also leaked out like the day, like, like one of the stores put it up by accident. And it was just like, whoops, here's the game. (laughs) You can pre-order it. Yeah. So that big reveal, like all of their big reveals got, got crapped out. But yeah, so I feel like they might've had a better reception had it not leaked out like a week in advance. Cause that like all the hype is immediately gone. It's like, Oh, here's this new game. Oh, but it's another BR. Oh, I mean, we have like 18 BRs already. Yeah. Exactly. And then like, it just dies as soon as it gets there. No, exactly. Thing. And I was kind of hopeful because Ubisoft has a pretty good track record. Like rainbow six siege is one of the, still one of the most popular games. It's been out for like five years now, you know, it competes with like counter-strike and that kind of stuff. And, you know, like a lot of the, the features, I, I didn't run through everything, but a lot of the features were kind of cool and unique sounding. But yeah, when you got into it, it's like, this is just like, it's like white bread, right? Like it's it's fine, but you know sometimes you want something a little bit extra, right? So you know your mileage might vary, but uh, that was my opinion on it as a exclusive closed beta test tester. You know, yeah. When it comes to BR games, I don't play them, so I will probably <laughs> not not have an opinion on this game. Yeah. But uh, speaking of things that we have opinions on lately, we've been talking about video games quite a bit. Yes. So let's let's throw a bone to people who don't want to listen to us talk about video games again. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fair. That sounds fair. Yeah. So, I mean, we got a fun of, I don't, I don't know. It's not a fun rumor, but it's a rumor. It's a pretty heavy rumor. And with uh, all the stuff that's been going on in the world with the COVID and everything, companies are looking to cut costs when it comes to their new things because they don't think everybody's going to to buy things, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I haven't been working for months. Why would I buy a nice shiny new phone when I have a phone that I already own kind of a thing? Well, the rumor is, and this, I, at first I didn't want to bring this rumor up because I heard about it a few weeks ago because it was just kind of a small thing, but the rumor's gotten bigger. So it was kind of like, okay, well, let's let's go into this a little more because if more players are adding to this, then this might be a bigger thing. And the rumor is, started with Apple, and the iPhone, and the rumor was to keep costs down on the new iPhone devices when they get announced later this year, they will not come with a charger, which I don't think a phone has ever, like, I, I can't remember a phone I've ever received that did not come with a charger. Yeah, I think I think it would be the first phone ever, maybe save for like some of the original flip phones or something like that. But yeah, in my recollection, it's the only phone ever to not come with it. From what I understand, it still comes with the cable, but that might be incorrect as well. I heard there is no cable. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's what it is then. Yeah. I read no cable and I read no no charger. And then the rumor got bigger when I was hearing that Samsung is actually planning the same thing. No charger, no cord, mm-hmm. but also 
No headphones. It's crazy. But at the same time, you know, I can understand the perspective. So, like, I think there's a couple pros to this. Let's talk about, like, the good sides, right? Is it brings the cost down for the company, which also brings the cost down for you. So, they're saying that the new iPhone anyway, because that's the ones I look at the most, are they're looking to be launching at like $649, which is cheaper than $699 from last year, which is cheaper than I think $799 from the year before. So like for you, the consumer, you can get a brand new phone for a little bit cheaper because it doesn't include all the extra garbage. So that part's good. And I think the fact that it keeps like the digital waste down is a good thing, like the environmental sort of cost involved. I think that's a good thing too. But then I have a lot of questions. It's like, what if this is your first phone? You know, are you going to have to go plunk like $50 down for a charger or a hundred? Like, how much is this going to cost? Right. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like, when, when I bought my Samsung Galaxy 3, mm-hmm. that came with a charger. And then I got my six and that came with another charger too. But technically, I would have been fine because I had the first charger. Of course, the major difference was when I got the six, the six came with a fast charger. Right. 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 So, you know, I have that. But then I also have two tablets. Two Samsung tablets. Those came with chargers mm-hmm. as well. So like, and then my wife has a Samsung phone. So she's got another charger as well. Yeah. So we have like charges flopping around all over the place, you know, cords flying around all over the place. And then I actually ended up buying a OnePlus phone. So I have another charger because of that. So it's like, okay, well now I have like those other chargers are just extra useless now because also because not only do i not need those chargers they don't work it's usb-c versus micro usb you know like they're they're not the same connections right right so i feel like if you are buying a phone that's using the same connection as your previous phone then you're okay but again it's like you said if you're it's your first phone or if you're upgrading from an even older phone that doesn't have the the right connector yeah or, or you're switching ecosystems or something yeah yeah then that that's a, that is a problem and i mean i guess in the same sense headphones like i, I have a f- few pairs of i still have my samsung galaxy 3 headphones lying around right i don't my oneplus didn't actually come with with headphones but i have other other headphones so it wasn't a big deal so in that case i'm not so you know surprised or or worried because i have nice headphones like I, I i mean i've been using my beats bluetooth headphones that i won a couple years ago with with my new phone like even my old phone i use the because of bluetooth i used it with that i mean i have my other fancy headphones the ones that i'm wearing right now my nice steel series ones so those work with it so it's not like I'm, I'm in need of new headphones so i'm not so sad about the loss of the headphones but the charger seems like something to be a lot more important to have well and i'm, I'm with you the, the headphone loss uh, maybe it's annoying to some people, but I mean, the speakers in these phones are pretty good. And, and like you kind of hinted at is I think a lot of people have a pair of headphones that they like, especially with Bluetooth slash wireless headphones becoming so popular now. Likely everybody's got a pair of those or they're looking at a pair and this might push them over the edge. For me, though, having multiple chargers around the house or at your place of work is not necessarily a bad thing. Because that's what we've done is I've got a charger beside my bed all the time. I now have a charger beside my computer because my phone oftentimes will be dead by the time I get up here and I've got a charger down in the basement. So having multiple locations to have these sort of like store my phone while still charging it is kind of useful. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn on the whole thing. I think ultimately, like they're making the right choice, but it's it's kind of a tough pill to swallow. You know, I I don't know. 
I think what it boils down to is it's like, I don't need it, but it's free. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, you I kind of want it. Yeah, because I, I don't think this is the same as losing the headphone jack. Like the headphone jack is like a functionality thing, you know, whereas this is like, it's a nice to have, but is it a need to have? I don't know. Yeah, the headphone jack, the headphone jack is still something that I'm like, I want the headphone jack. Like I, I'm actually in the process, like my phone, I, I told you before, remember my phone took a little dive and has a big mm-hmm. crack in the corner. Well, <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I mean, my phone is supposed to have a, a certain like gorilla glass scale on on the screen for it, right? Right. I was with William and he touched my phone and he got like, you know, baby applesauce goo hands on the phone. So I was just like, oh, geez. And I wiped the phone on my shorts. And now I have like an enormous scratch <laughs> down the phone oh, no. from just rubbing it on my pants. And I'm like, yeah. how did that happen? <laughs> you know, so so I'm kind of starting to look at, at like maybe I maybe because I mean, the one giant crack in the corner is one thing. But when like the entire top half of my phone is just scrape because yeah, of like, that's annoying, it's kind of like, OK, maybe I should start looking into a new phone. But I like this phone. And it has a headphone jack and I use the headphone jack all the time. Like when I go for walks with William, you know, like I usually have an ear, I use the earbuds like um, one in and then one out. And Mm -hmm. then I, you know, that way I can listen to him and the other ear I can listen to the podcast or something like that. I mean, I have options with this phone to listen to wirelessly, but like if I buy a new phone, I can't use the earbuds I have. I have to find new wireless earbuds, you know, because like. All of my wireless options are big can earphones that that go over my ears that I won't be able to do the one ear off easily kind yeah. of thing. So if I go no headphone jack in my future phone, I need new new earbuds to be able to do what I do right now. No, exactly. Thing. Yeah. So that's a big cost for you. Mind you, once you've got it, you've got it. I, I guess the one aspect we're not looking at, too, is wireless charging. Do you have wireless chargers at your house or are, do your phones support it? Yet? My old phone did. This phone does not. This does not. Okay. And the, yeah, because my Samsung Galaxy 6 supported wireless charging. Right. Uh, I, I bought, for, it was like, I think it was like a $10. I bought a $10 charger off of one of those Chinese websites. Yeah. It, it worked. It was the slowest thing in the freaking world, but it worked. <laughs> but it worked, yeah. I would just put it down and like go to bed and it would be fine. Yeah. But uh, th- this phone doesn't charge and wirelessly and Laura's phone, she has the Samsung A8. That's like their mid-range, old mid-range phone. Right. That that phone doesn't have, like their mid-range stuff never has wireless. I think it's oh, only okay. the Galaxy, like the higher end Galaxy stuff that has the, the wireless, but. Right. Yeah. Because I was going to basically say like, you know, because my phone supports wireless, same with TIFF and. You know, honestly, I've recently switched my bedside one to a wireless one. So I just sort of chuck it on there now and I'm I'm done with that. And I've got a box of uh, five wireless chargers on my banister downstairs because I ordered it for work. And because people want wireless ones now, they don't necessarily want to plug their phone in all the time. So, right. you know, maybe it's sort of a it's also they're getting with the times now is people want the wireless capability because it's kind of nice to just sort of throw your phone on the table and it charges 10% and then you're off and then you charge it in the car and then you set it back on your next desk. And you know, you're kind of always, you're always slow charging it throughout the day. So maybe they're just sort of encouraging people to, to go that route, right? Buy a few $20 wireless chargers and be done with it. Yeah. Don't get the $10 at once. <laughs> <laughs> no anchor An- anchor brand stuff is always good for those who are interested. So, well, there you go. Yeah. A N K E R not sponsored. 
That, yeah, I was gonna say that's a Chris Blonsky recommendation. Yeah, strong recommendation. And he knows what he's talking about. He's an IT guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's an interesting way to look if that that's what they decide to do. I, I'm curious if it will be because if if both of them, if Samsung and Apple do it, it's industry standard. Like everyone oh, is going to stop. Percent, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because if it's not successful, then no one else will do it. But if it is, then everyone will do it, and we'll be looking at a whole new future when it comes to the accessories you get with your phone when you buy a brand new phone. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I think on that note, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can always send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next time i am mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again asu oh good job mike good job yeah and we did it again we took one topic and we stretched it into 47 (laughs) minutes (laughs) well we just like talking to each other i think that's that's (laughs) that's what it is we should just rename the podcast. It's just Mike and Chris hang out every Monday night. Mike and Chris hang out. It's yeah. good times. It's yeah. good times.